I don't want to be strong like man who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your host, Amber, me, and me, Sydney, the owners of Shield Maiden Training Co. This is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness related to women and the LGBTQIA plus community. That's right. That is we right. We do that. We do do that. <laughs> And this month, we are focusing on a very specific portion of that community, uh, women of color. I like how you phrased that like it was a question. Are we doing that? We are. Well, I was trying to think of like the word I wanted to use to indicate portion and then decided portion was what we were going with. Gotcha. So women of color have been making significant contributions to the fitness industry and you know the world. Uh, and have been influential in promoting health, wellness, and inclusivity within the fitness community. They're doing the Lord's work for us all. Pretty much. Their representation and presence in various fitness domains have been growing, but historically, they have faced unique challenges and obstacles due to the intersection of race, gender, and cultural stereotypes. Yes. I would say they have... Them above all else have, yes. have definitely had those obstacles. And that, that intersection is a really key kind of piece of it. It's yeah. like, there's just a lot going on, <laughs> for lack of a better term. I mean, yeah, it's true. Like, they, they have a lot. If you listen to last week's episode, we kind of did a surface level, like, these are some of the issues they're dealing with just on a wellness level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the disparities are high. So for a long time, women of color have been underrepresented in mainstream fitness media, marketing campaigns, and fitness-related products. Yes. However, there has been a growing movement to increase representation and diversity in the industry, with more fitness brands and organizations recognizing the importance of inclusive representation. What? Yeah. You don't say. (laughs) And it's one of those, again, I think I'm going to keep coming back to this, like, what's good for this group is going to be good for lgbtq community is going to Mm -hmm. be good for women in general like i think that the benefits to one help promote everyone to a a better place exactly yeah so women of color have been have always been strong advocates for body positivity and acceptance and i love that They challenge the narrow beauty standards prevalent in the fitness industry and promote the idea that fitness is for everyone. Sounds familiar? Mm -hmm. Uh, Regardless of body size, shape, or ethnicity. Yeah. And like you said, I think that kind of attitude, that kind of advocacy helps everyone. I mean, you know, the representation of white women in fitness industries has always been that very stereotypical, thin, fit, usually blonde yep. woman, which is not us. I think we just described Barbie. Oh, poor Barbie. We we saw Barbie <laughs> last night, and so we have a lot of thoughts. A lot of Barbie high. Yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of Barbie thoughts. I think, well, I know that women of color in fitness often challenge the stereotypes about athleticism and physical capability yeah 
They excel in various sports disciplines and fitness activities, showcasing skills and abilities on platforms that have historically been dominated by men and or that stereotypical kind of white woman, skinny, Mm -hmm. only doing cardio. Yeah. Blonde. Yeah. And I think I, yeah, I really love that. And I love that we are starting to definitely see them in, in various, I think we've seen them in sports more over the years i think the fitness activities like for example there are not a there's not a ton of diversity in say the crossfit games oh yes um and i think (laughs) that's the when we start to see more in those kinds of arenas where we're starting to see it not just as a a sports but like general fitness and health and wellness yeah we're going to be in a really good place yeah and i think I think that's true of westernized yoga as well. Mm-hmm. Like that is that very stereotypical, you know, white lady going to do yoga. Yeah. Um, and I think one of my favorite people to follow, one of my favorite yoga people to follow uh, on social media is the underbelly yoga. And it's this larger black woman who is super inclusive and, body positive and, you know, definitely expresses that yoga is for everybody. Like we should all be doing it no matter who you are, what you look like. Um, so yeah, I love seeing that representation. So do I, and I'm going to call them out. I'm going to, I'm, we should do this on Instagram at CrossFit games. Mm -hmm. What? I just want to know what you're doing to start to promote more diversity in the games because we know that the games does not necessarily represent what your average kind of CrossFit gym looks like. There are a lot of different body types, in fact, in a CrossFit gym space. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ages. There's there's a lot of different colors. All of that. What are you doing to have that replicated and showcased on that kind of more national stage? The more visible. Yeah, the stage. more visible stage. Yeah, love that. I just want to know, like, because... Uh, you know, I'm a big proponent. I think CrossFit is is good. It gets people in to spaces that they don't traditionally go into. There's a lot of availability now. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of you. I mean, no matter where you live, you can probably find three or four different gyms yeah. in your area and you can test them all out. And so I just want to know, like, I think that in terms of like an inclusive space-ish Moderately. Yeah. Moderately. I think the access, the access to them is much higher than a lot of other places. And so, yeah, CrossFit Games, what are you doing to showcase and represent that on your national platform? Yeah. And that ties in well to our last point where, you know, as more women of color gain visibility in the fitness industry, they become powerful role models and sources of inspiration for others. And I feel like this is huge. Their success stories encourage others to pursue their fitness goals without being limited by societal expectations. Yes. I think this is so important. You know, I feel like this topic comes up. um, I think it comes up between us in respect to seeing LGBTQ characters Mm -hmm. in books, in movies, you know, wherever. And it, yeah, it's vitally important for young women of color to see role models, to see people who look like them come from similar backgrounds, similar cultures to 
be fit to be in this realm of fitness and, you know, being healthy. Yeah. And I think from what I've seen and what have I, I have experienced, I think locally in, in communities, mm-hmm. you see a lot of that. Yeah. Right. Like I know that there are a lot of sports programs and fitness programs and athletes sponsored for designed by and operated by black women. And they're doing it on that level. I would love to see that grow bigger, right? Like, I think it's, it's great. And actually we talk a little bit about, we're going to list some people who are in the kind of fitness industry and like kind of highlighted by media in some, some cases who are doing just that. And I think it's amazing. Great. And we need to find more ways to like advocate for them because, and some of these women have been doing it for a long time. This is not new. Right. But I think, I think we all, you know, look to not just our communities because like, yeah, there's people in our communities and in our individual lives that, you know, we can look to, but I think to see it on a larger scale, like a national scale is also super important. It doesn't feel like it's an isolated incident. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this just happens here because the, this is the community. This this is, is, yeah. Everything's okay here. It's like, oh, wait, now it's like that visibility on that national level is like, oh, this isn't isolated. This is a potential like way I can travel yeah. because other people are doing it. Yeah. It can lead to, you know, it means you you can leave that community. You can go into the broader world and it it is a good place and it is a safe place and there are things that you could be doing outside of just your community. Yeah. If that's something you want to do. If that's something you want to do. But without that representation, you don't think it's an option. And so- you put limits on yourself. As we said, Black fitness entrepreneurs have been at the forefront of creating fitness businesses that cater to specific needs and interests of their diverse communities. Yes. They have been instrumental in promoting health, wellness, and inclusivity while breaking barriers and paving the way for others. Amazing. Yeah. So we highlighted some that I think most people are not going to be super familiar with. Yeah. I didn't recognize these names they will have seen them in a glancing blow and not kind of realized their importance to the fitness industry. Awesome. Yeah. Who are they? So uh, Kira Lachey is a popular fitness influencer and entrepreneur known for her energetic dance workouts, like her Ooh. backgrounds in dance. Fantastic. Which we know is a huge, like, I dance, get your heart rate up. And there's so many good things in and elevate your mood. Just dance it out. Yeah, just dance it out. Um, she has a really strong presence on YouTube where she shares her dance routines and fitness tips and her workouts are accessible and fun, making fitness enjoyable for people of all backgrounds. Love that. Yeah. I'll have to go check her out. The name does sound familiar. I just don't know that I've actually seen her. Okay. So we also have Robin Arzon who is the vice president of fitness programming and head instructor at Peloton, mm-hmm. Wild. Uh, which is, of course is a leading fitness technology company. If you've not heard from them uh, or heard from them, uh, she's a former lawyer turned fitness guru who inspires millions through her Peloton classes. Robin's powerful presence and motivational coaching have made her a standout figure in the fitness world. Yes. She's amazing. And so I knew of Robin because I've taken one of her Peloton classes. 
um, my in-laws have a Peloton. And when they first got it, we were like still living there while we were buying our house. And she is one of my preferred Peloton instructors. I love her. And if I were to ever get a Peloton, I think she was like one of the only ones that I tuned into like regularly. That's awesome. And would like take her class specifically. Love. Yeah. Super cool. That's amazing. I am going to butcher this name and I don't mean to. I gave it to you. Same. (laughs) Massey Arias? Arias? Arias. I'm sorry, Massey. Um, Apologies if if that's that's pronounced wrong. Yes. And you can add us and tell me how to... I hate pronouncing people's names wrong. It is... I'm like... I'm so ashamed when (laughs) I can't do it. Um, She is a fitness trainer and entrepreneur who gained fame through her social media presence, which I think a lot of people... Obviously, that leads a lot of people to more access to individuals. Mm -hmm. And it's a great pathway. Yeah. Her journey from overcoming depression and an unhealthy lifestyle to becoming a fitness icon has inspired countless individuals. Advocates for she advocates for self-love, empowerment, and body positivity, and offers personalized training programs through her website. Amazing. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. So she does like coaching style. And I just think, you know, I, I like that her background is uh that she kind of really brought to the forefront the things she was struggling with because we yeah. all struggle with them. Yeah. They're, they're not, it's not new. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you're struggling with, you're not the only one. Yeah. You're not alone. Exactly. And I think sometimes in the fitness industry, we, we really are like, Oh no, we just like love working out. And she really comes from the background of like, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I wasn't doing great. <laughs> and I use this as a coping skill. Yeah. Which, I mean, is healthier than other ones you could find. It is true. Okay, so our last, the last woman that we have on this list today, by no means, is this is a comprehensive list. Exactly. One of the few that we kind of just picked out is Donna Richardson. Donna is a fitness icon, an entrepreneur who has been in the fitness industry for over three decades, which apparently is only since 93. Which is rude. Which is rude. Uh, she's an author and ESPN television sports commentator. Yep. Some reason I didn't think that's how you pronounce that word. Commentator. Uh, she's widely known for her series of fitness videos. She was appointed in 2006 by President, President George W. Bush to serve on the President's Council on Fitness and Sports. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So I love that. I think it's just, it's a, it's a good way for us to highlight some of those folks who are doing amazing work that mm-hmm. maybe some people have probably seen and not really thought about, yeah. um, or didn't know about, and now you can go check them out. Yeah. Now you can go check them out and it gives you another resource. Mm-hmm. Resources are good. Yeah. Just, these are just a few examples of remarkable black fitness entrepreneurs who have made like significant strides in the industry. Uh, they have, they have not only created successful fitness businesses, but have also inspired and empowered individuals from all walks of life to prioritize their health and well-being. So important. Yeah, so important. Dedication to inclusivity and diversity has had a transformative impact on the fitness community. Yeah, so their dedication to inclusivity yes. and diversity <laughs> has had a transformative impact on the fitness community, making it a more and welcoming, more welcoming and empowering space for everyone. Also, 
Very important. Yeah. Because everyone needs fitness. Everyone needs fitness because guess what? We don't some form of it. Yeah, we don't we don't live in a world where we can just like get up and you know walk out our front door and do enough physical activity to keep ourselves yeah happy most, and healthy anymore. We have to yeah. like actually plan time to do things. Yeah, most of us work. are no longer working in in areas or living lives that you're just active all day. Like you know, we used to. Yeah, as human beings. And I think I really like this episode because it talks so much about the things that we at Shield Maiden were like, this is what we want. Yeah. Like there's a great intersection and there were people doing really great work. And I just love pulling them out and being like, I want to highlight you. Yes. You're awesome. (laughs) So, yeah. So, you know, having more women of color enter the fitness industry and be visible and be tangible examples of what you can do and what you can be is so important. It is so important. And then getting them on more visible stages that really highlight that. Yeah. And especially in this day and age where we consume so much information, it's, it's hard to kind of compile it all. Yeah. And be like, wait, what? It's like, okay, I think if we can get them as they've been doing and then other sports and other arenas like the CrossFit games, mm-hmm. I think that will really help because right now, you know, you, you pull this person from social media here, TikTok here, and just having a place where they get that kind of notoriety and, and recognition mm-hmm. in a very visible way is going to help all of us shield maiden all of the like yeah the women of the world (laughs) women unite um yeah like i think it's yeah that representation really matters it does and if there is somebody that you really like that you follow send them to us tell us about them tell us about them we want to know yeah tell us we can shout them out yeah Yeah. we're gonna do that on social media yes (laughs) we're gonna shout out everybody do you, do you know where to find all these people that we just listed? Yeah. Okay, great. All of them have like Instagram accounts and stuff. Like they're they're pretty prevalent. And- we're gonna shout out everybody. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna call out CrossFit. We definitely are. They're gonna love that. They won't even they won't care. No. We, if we are were, small potatoes to them. If they respond to us, I will be one, I will be very happy that they take the time. Speechless. But if they don't respond to us, I will not be shocked and appalled. I will be personally offended. <laughs> As they get ready to head to the games, like within the next week. They're definitely going to be worried about us. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Well, that is a wrap for this week's episode. Keep listening as we continue to explore at least the surface of this topic um, of women of color in fitness. Um, and reminder. If there is something that you would like us to discuss on the show, let us know. Uh, the whole month of October, we're going to pick a different, different listener-submitted topic each week to explore and expand on. I'm very excited. I know you are. <laughs> send them in, send them in. Shield me in TC. On Instagram. On Instagram. Or if you happen to have our personal contacts, let us know. 
we're not gonna give those on here no <laughs> i was like please don't friend, make me no, oh God, no. <laughs> half of our listenership is our friends and family <laughs> like they can just text us yeah that's just what you want us to explore and, and if you want to be on the show for it oh yeah we love having guests we do love having guests if well, you want to come on the show and talk about your topic yeah yeah why not we'll figure fun. out our video to show up on video yeah if you want you don't have to be yeah you know how i feel about that Amber loves video.